You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Anything about the lady bits. I'm telling you, the feedback I get on these is always, we want more. So here we are. Today, we're going to be talking about three things that you can do ASAP to reduce urinary leaking with exercise. So I'm going to tell you, if you have ever like gone to the gym or gone on a run, you were like so excited to start exercising again and you're doing okay. And then after a little while, all of a sudden you feel that dreaded leaking, right? And this might happen on the treadmill while you're running. This could happen when you're coming up from a squat. It's the worst. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. But what we don't realize is actually this happens in a lot of women, But just because it is common doesn't mean it is normal, and it doesn't mean that you have to deal with it. And while leaking and the pelvic floor and the core and the pressure canister and how things work and the diaphragm, et cetera, is all a very complicated and nuanced and honestly, a lot of times a case-by-case situation, there are things that you can focus on today to start working um, on creating some more awareness around these things. Um, And hopefully these tips help you um, reduce leaking. So that's the goal for today. So the number one thing that you want to do to reduce urinary leaking is to check your posture. So this this is in turn, let's talk first of all about just daily posture. Okay. So a lot of things that we're going to run into as moms with our posture, uh, is things like really like sinking in that chest, especially if you're nursing or you're holding a baby all day. Um, it's kind of like the mom posture, right? And then a lot of, a lot of us, we end up tucking our butt to kind of counteract the, um, movement of the pressure in the core. And then we get a flat glute because it's clenching the whole time and it can't grow. So we get the mom butt and then we get the mom posture. And not only that, but when we are kind of out of this neutral posture or kind of an optimal posture, you're really putting a lot of pressure on that pelvic floor. And when that happens, that is going to cause urinary leaking, especially when we change positions, for example, so from like sitting to standing. So what we want to do just in everyday life, so if you're listening to this and you're uh, sitting, I'm guaranteeing that some of you are shifting in your seat right now. Um, We, first of all, we want to think of like a neutral spine, okay? So kind of tucking that chin back, thinking like from tailbone to ponytail being nice and long and lots of energy flowing through the spine, right? But here's the thing. We're not going to be sitting up straight all of the time, right? But when you're aware of it, it's important for you to shift that posture or to actually create, um, better environments to be able to help you manage your posture. So for example, if you're sitting at um, a desk chair all the time, um, number one, can you get like a walking pad or something so you can be moving for part of the day? Could you also, um, now here's the thing. I know some people like to sit on an exercise ball and while that may be okay, if you're doing it for hours and hours and hours on end, your hip flexors and your core are going to be way overworking because they're going to be working all day to keep you balanced on the ball. That's going to lead to actually 
a lot of muscle weakness just from being clenched all the time. So I would recommend a regular comfortable chair with some lumbar support and one more thing, um, getting those, uh, feet right underneath the knees and your hips at 90 degrees. So we don't want like knees up to the chest and we don't want our legs to be dangling off the seat either. Um, that is kind of an optimal posture. So when we're talking about exercise, uh, in general training with your rib over your pelvis, um, and then just looking for tilting or flaring of the pelvis or ribs. That's something that I take a look at, um, as a personal trainer and coach, So not only are we focusing on posture with exercise, but also in the everyday motion. So just making sure that you're not like completely hunched over when you're grabbing your baby's car seat uh, to take it off the ground to put it into the car. So in general, posture is going to be a huge piece of, you know, is it contributing to leaking or not? So the number two thing that you can do to start reducing that little sprinkle uh, is to improve your breathing. So when, when I say breathing, I'm talking about those belly breaths, the intentional breaths that help us activate the core and on the opposite side to also help us learn how to release and lengthen. So breathing into the belly a little bit more than you're breathing into um, the upper rib cage right? We want to make sure that the pressure is expanding 360 degrees in the abdominal cavity. Um, another thing that I like to say too, because when we're, when we're inhaling, you want the breath to massage all the way down into the pelvic floor. And one thing that I like to say is breathe into your butt. So when you are inhaling, You are filling the belly all the way down into your butt. You're letting the ribs expand. And then when you exhale, you want to lift almost like you're squeezing a tube of toothpaste and um, you want to go from the pelvic floor, activating the pelvic floor all the way up through the core, all the way up into the diaphragm, right? So improving that breathing practice to make it optimal. And honestly, if you're struggling um, with those breaths, um, I would recommend go into your local pelvic floor PT or, you know, working with someone like myself who actually knows how to take a look at these things and give you some cues that might be more helpful so you can improve your breathing. Um, and number three is exhaling with effort. We want to be able to match the timing of our breath with the movement. So this is learning, um, when to inhale or exhale at certain points in the motion. So for example, if you are, practicing a squat and you always leak as your, um, you don't leak going down in the, um, eccentric movement, the lowering movement, but you leak when you start the concentric or engaging movement of standing back up, you know that at the bottom, so we're inhaling then as we go down and then at the bottom, you have to exhale and activate while you stand up. So it's just learning how to train your pelvic floor um, with your breath during certain points in the movement. And this, again, this is something that you can work with um, a pre through postpartum fitness specialist like myself. You could work with a pelvic floor PT. Um, you can You can ask a professional to help walk you through this if you cannot figure out how to um, coordinate those muscles. Reducing leaking is very much possible. Um, And I want to also talk quickly about 
um, the opposite side, because most of these things we were talking about engagement, right? All of these things are, um, things that require effort, right? But I also do want to just touch on the fact that most women don't have a weak pelvic floor because it's loose, because it's actually like weak. It doesn't activate. Most times the issue is actually that the pelvic floor is already, it already has high tonality. It's already clenched. It's already tight. It's already stressed. And how are you supposed to activate a muscle that is already activated, right? So really a lot of the time is actually working on down training your pelvic floor, not just the training of your pelvic floor, but working on releasing some of that tension. And there's so many different ways to do that. Again, I highly recommend if you are struggling with this and nothing that you're doing on your own is helping, go see a pelvic floor PT. I'm telling you, they will change your lives. So um, one thing that you can do, actually, I'll give you a couple things here. Um, your pelvic floor and stress go hand in hand. So if you are in like a high stress season, um, and let's be honest, motherhood is kind of one long high stress season. So if you've been struggling with this tightness that I'm talking about, um, or, you know, you may suspect it, uh, I would also just work on your stress management. So working on not only the breath work, um, just for the sake of activating your core, but working on deep breathing techniques to reduce anxiety, doing things that are going to help you kind of regulate your nervous system a little bit better so that your pelvic floor can relax. So if you notice that like your shoulder, neck and jaw area is really tight and clenched, that is also kind of a, a signifier that, um, you have some tightness down below. So girl, just take a breath. You could also do the happy baby stretch. That one's a really good stretch for the pelvic floor. Um, I know we're getting off topic because we were talking about leaking, but I did need to say exactly that, that just while we're working on strengthening our pelvic floor, part of that is also learning how to lengthen and release the pelvic floor so she can function a little bit more efficiently, right? So on that note, I hope that you have a wonderful leak-free day and as always, be bold, be fit. Thank you.